We got the shit on the way. We got the shit on the way. Oh, baby, she's on the way. Baby, she's on the way. She's on the way. Yeah, baby, you know what it is. She's on the way. Does all those things for your giblets. It puts them in a cup, two pouch system. You ever been to the Dead Sea before? It's like your balls are floating on salt water. It feels oh so tasty. You gotta try that sheath underwear, guys. They're who is bringing you the show today. I love them. They've sent me a bunch of underwear, and I think that you'd like them. They're super comfy. Go to sheathunderwear.com and use promo code Jeremiah to get 20% off your first order. Every order comes with Sheath Underwear's 100% money-back guarantee. That's sheathunderwear.com, promo code Jeremiah. Get Sheath Underwear and let them support your balls. Guys, we're going to have a great time today. It's a roadcast. We try to put some extra effort into these things. Tony Casillas, Pung Dung, they're some of my favorite comics in Texas. We get into that. We do... A Bucky's mukbang in this as well. Roadcast mukbang fusion. What? I'm stoked for you guys to be here with me today. Been trying to put out some extra content for you guys. A couple episodes a week. I hope you've been enjoying them. My Amazon special's out right now. You can get it on Google Play, Video on Demand, Apple TV, all those different platforms. You can go, you can listen to it on Spotify if you want to. There's a lot of if you want to find it, you can. I appreciate you guys, all the support, the five stars, rating and reviews on Amazon, all that stuff helps. Liking, commenting, sharing this podcast, all that stuff helps. Hitting that subscribe button, hitting the bell for notifications. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Been trying to put some extra love into this, and I hope you guys have been feeling that. February 5th through 6th, I'll be headlining in Dallas, Texas at Hyenas Comedy Club. Look out for me there. And... Without further ado, let's just get into this podcast. Thank you guys so much for the support. I appreciate everything. Very grateful. I think 2021 is going to be our year, guys. Without further ado, please welcome Tony Casillas and Pung Dung to this special Roadcast in Texas slash Mukbang Bucky's Fusion. So excited. On Jeremiah Wonders. Pung is not totally uh, sold on that. On you don't the, like acapella, Pung? We were we we're gonna do like an ooh, like we're like ooh, girl, we excited to be here, and then Pung shut it down pretty quick. Yeah, Pung's like, I'm a man. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? I didn't understand what was going on. No, I, didn't. <laughs> I didn't know either. Yeah. <laughs> Pung is like in China, we do not play games. Well, that's the thing. Like, I could have totally bluffed like, right now and been like, "Oh, it's an American tradition that we do <laughs> in the car." You've never done the the ooh warm up before? No, I heard of uh, hookah shaka, hookah shaka. Oh that's yeah. Not- <laughs> <laughs> I watched Guardians of the Galaxy years ago and uh, got my first taste. <laughs> On a roadcast right now with my pals Pung Dung and Tony hey. Casillas. What's up? How are you guys doing today? 
Doing pretty good. 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 It's great weather. Yeah, it really is. It's a little cold. A little chilly for Texas. I was actually a little bit surprised. I could have maybe even packed a little bit bigger jacket. Yeah. But um, we're doing shows in Fort Worth at Hyenas this weekend. And I figured, why not make a road trip to Bucky's? It's one of my favorite places in Texas. I've only been there one other time. I was so blown away that I wanted to go back. And since we're already in Texas, we weren't going to be on the road necessarily from destination to destination. So we're making the trip to Denton, Texas. Look, we're already seeing uh, one Bucky's uh, billboard. Oh, we're already seeing billboards for Bucky's. They'll, yes. they'll put up Bucky's billboards. They'll be like the next Bucky's ninety miles away. Ninety miles. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, I saw one that was pretty funny. It says you can hold on. Bucky is like ninety miles away. Yeah, like you can hold on to your pee. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not holding on my pee for ninety miles away. <laughs> but it is the best. Like I have the Bucky's we're going to is like ten minutes away from my apartment, and. uh I will sometimes just go there to poop and then come back home. Well, they're like some of the cleanest gas stations, right? Oh, it's the, it's like it's like pooping in heaven. It's like <laughs> what I think heaven would be like. What? Yes. <laughs> that's uh, that's one of uh, Eric Clapton's deleted songs. Was uh, <laughs> pooping in heaven. Pooping in heaven. Everything's bigger in Texas. Would you feel my butt? <laughs> If I pooped in heaven. <laughs> so we're out here. <laughs> Even the toilet bowls are bigger. Even the toilet bowls are bigger? Yeah. Well, they got to hold more. I almost fell inside. Did you really? No. I'm <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't know if that was a real thing or not. So, uh,. Every time I come to Texas, uh, as a real thing, I try to work with Pung. Yes. And uh, and Tony, Pung Dung, Tony Casillas, look them up on social media. If uh, you're not familiar with them yet, you will be soon. Uh, they're both hilarious comics with both very different styles. And we put together a very fun and unique three-person show because uh, our three styles are very, very different. So you get a little bit of everything when... You come to the show. So, yeah, I've worked with these guys now um, in uh, Addison, Texas. That was the last one that we did yes. at the Addison Improv. Addison Improv. And uh, I met you guys originally through Kill Tony. Uh, Kill Tony. Yes. Because, um, Pong, I saw you the very first time you went on stage was at, was it the Fort Worth Hyenas or it Dallas? It was the Fort Worth Hyenas. Fort Worth Hyenas. Um, Pong had an incredible set. Uh where which you should look up and um yeah you got a lot of love after that set right uh yes a lot of great uh comments on the um on youtube a lot of did, great comments did you get any main ones um yeah <laughs> one one of it one of it there's always one yeah. <laughs> to not listen to it's just like what are you doing you're just literally commenting because i've had i've had videos where people are like if the comment thread is is positive, yeah, like it's very positive, they're like, "There's a bunch of bots in this feed. This sucks." <laughs> I'm like, "Really? Just I have the money to hire bots and positive bots. They're probably and positive more bots." <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, if I could get some positive internet bots, I would spread those around because that is something that is much needed on the internet. Is some positivity bots, <laughs> dude. I had a uh, 
I had a TikTok bully. It was this guy. <laughs> I, I, <yeah. laughs> Great start to a story, by the way. That's such a new age start to a story. So I had a TikTok bully. Yeah. They bully you through uh, TikTok dances. What's going on? He goes, you suck. <laughs> no, I, I, I got on TikTok, and like one of my clips got a, got a decent amount of views. What's a decent amount of views? Uh, I think 500,000. Uh, that's pretty freaking good. That's good. So... It was it, like people were like, "Oh, this guy's silly." He ha it was like a heckler situation because this guy handled it like a pro, nice stuff. And this guy's like, "Didn't laugh once," and I was like, "Okay." And then he went through all my videos, still not laughing. Still not laughing. Why are you still on this app? <laughs> Why are you trying? Good and grief. <laughs> Yeah, that's someone that's deeply depressed when when the troll goes that deep. When they do a deep dive yeah. on your page, it's like, "What are you? What are you doing?" <laughs> I was like, I just want to be your friend, man. <laughs> I just want to be pals. Uh, Pong and I did um, a show at the Vulcan Gas Company earlier this weekend um, on Thursday with Brian Redman, William Montgomery, and David Lucas. And that yes. show was so fun. Pong freaking destroyed. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me, man. That yeah. Was it was crazy to follow all those great comics. Well, it went. I was I was super intimidated. <laughs> so it went David Lucas to open, then William Montgomery, then Brian Redband, then Pung, then me, and uh, everybody that was there was like, "Dude, this was like one of the best shows that I've seen." Like it was like back to back, like so fun, and the crowd was like really into it, which helped. Yeah, and it was also like I think also just so different. Cause you got David Lucas, he goes up, he's kind of cool, you know, like this cool style. And then William, that's just bonkers. It's like, you don't know what he's going to say next. Oh yeah. He told the waitress to shut up during his <laughs> set. It's just like, you gotta love that guy where the venue goes up to you, Tony, right? Yeah. Afterwards. And they're like, is there, is somebody heckling William down there? And what did you say, Tony? And I go, no, she was just trying to order a vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Do your impression of the interaction that you saw. So, okay, so William's doing a joke, <laughs> and the lady's like, you want another vodka soda? And he just goes, shut up. And then the, the waitress looks at him, and he just pauses and looks at her. He goes, could you just stop talking? I want another vodka soda. And then he goes, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. She's like, okay, uh, we can talk after. He goes, I don't want to talk to you. And then just goes into another joke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the big red machine. So people sent me uh, some suggestions of some stuff of what to get at Bucky's. Yeah. Um, that I'll uh, that I'll read a little bit later. But um, just for my listeners who uh, you know, just to have them get to know you guys a little bit better. These guys have my seal of approval. Uh -huh. So uh, I, I obviously I don't do a roadcast with anybody that. Um, I don't really like him that I'm uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not close with because this is a very intimate uh, situation being being in a car with people and trying to podcast and trusting somebody who's good enough to drive while I hold a mic for them. <laughs> I told Jeremiah while you were getting coffee, we're gonna find out if the Asian stereotype with drivers is true today. <laughs> <laughs> Three comics fatally wounded on the way to Bucky's. Oh my goodness. They were trying to get fudge. <laughs> we're going to get some fudge today. Oh, dude, the fu the you driver is an Asian male. <laughs> I knew it. 
You are 100% Asian. And I like that about you. <laughs> you like the purity? I like, yeah, the, I purity. like the purity. Yeah. Made, you know, the thing made that in I China. like. <laughs> made in China, 100%. I like to know exactly where you're from. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Me, I'm all about purity and blood. <laughs> no, uh, but I think it's cool that uh, you speak Chinese and uh, you are, you're a transfer. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, you mentioned to me when we were riffing the other day that you sometimes when you stay with a girl, they will catch you talking Chinese in your sleep. Yeah, yeah. That's um, how I keep the secret. I... <laughs> <laughs> so what do you say in your sleep in Chinese? Um, I have no idea, but I'm just. Do you think he safe. knows what he's saying in his sleep, Tony? I, I don't. Some people maybe. That's like being like, like, dude, I lost my keys. Where'd you lose them, yeah. dude? <laughs> I don't know. I was in another state. I wasn't. I wasn't myself at the moment. What if, what if the girl just starts researching how to speak Chinese because she thinks maybe you're thinking of other girls? You know, she's like, I gotta figure this out. Um. Good luck for her, because <laughs> there's like thousands of Chinese dialects. Really? <laughs> yeah. What is uh, the main one that you speak? Um, the uh, the official tone uh, is uh, is Mandarin, mm -hmm. and there's so many dialects. Um, I can speak two, three different dialects. Oh, really? Wow. Yes. So, okay. For example. Uh, Let's say in Mandarin. Yes. How would you say just hello, how are you? Uh, ni hao, ni hao ma. That's the most basic thing. Right. So what would be in the other dialects? Um, let's say uh, my mom's from Hunan, so their, their dialect is like... Ogailo. Uh, like, Ogailo. It's like completely different. It uh, kind of sounds like they uh, said. They said all that with that one with that one word. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, they're they they keep it tight, man. They keep it tight. Short sentences. Ugalo, or something like that. Yeah, it kind of it's it kind of sounds like uh, Japanese, like like we'd be talking our dialect in different in, in other cities in China, and people are like, oh, "Are you guys from Japan?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that's not. That's not. That's, that's, that's funny not that good. other Chinese, even other Chinese people are just like, "Are you guys Japanese?" <laughs> Do you have a least favorite Asian? Pun? Uh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> because I know that that's a big thing in in Asian culture where where they're like, "I don't. We're not a fan of this Asian group," or I. Not I could do without, <laughs> but they're, they're, we don't drive as well. <laughs> First hey, we're talking about purity. I like I like them all, but um, I'm just saying like a gen in general, uh, it's like if you see Koreans, it's like fucking Koreans, and but like if you see like Japanese, it's like fucking Japanese. It's like, it's like they they really hate them. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, my uh, my grandpa, um, when he was a kid, the Japanese invaded their 
oh, their wow. city um and they threw like chemical bombs at like civilians uh my grandpa and his younger brother younger sister were the only three that survived all all pe- all the uh, all the families died jesus dang yeah so they really hate Japanese, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't blame them. <laughs> All right, okay. I'm getting a peek behind the curtain, a little bit of the history of <laughs> yeah. why there's some uh, some grievances between some of the uh, the different Asian cultures. That's interesting. And yeah, the entire country. I'm, I'm cool with all of them, even <laughs> though I jokingly, I, 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 I have a lot of... Uh, Korean jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I told Pung when he first came because he would make fun of the Japanese and the Koreans. And I was like, Pung, you're the only comic that could get away saying the stuff you do. And it, it works. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Well, Pung, you have, uh, you have uh, what I'll just say is like, uh, is, a, is a black joke that, uh, that does really well with black crowds. But we've talked about this weekend how the white people are always the ones who get kind of upset on behalf like that's like yes. a very normal response yeah but it'll be killing with the black people i yes. bet white people will be like Ugh. and that's like a very common thing in comedy where if you like i literally at austin from the balcony somebody goes do you have any black jokes oh man and i had to i looked up and i had to ask i was like is, are great. you? I was like, are you black? <laughs> yeah. like, like, I can't like be doing black jokes if a white dude's like, you got any black jokes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a different connotation. It's a different kind of tone altogether. But yeah. it was a black dude. Like towards the end of my set, mm-hmm. I opened it up for Q and A uh, rather than doing like the meet and greets at the end. I was like, do you guys want to have any questions or hear anything or anything like that uh, or anything you're planning on saying to me? And that was the question that that black dude asked. That he, was he, a curveball. That was that was a tough question. Yeah. Well, I was like, <laughs> here we go. Like, yeah. But like, you ended that perfectly. You you had a perfect response for that. It was fun. It was that would have been bad too if an hour and a half into a show, just a white guy in the balcony is just like didn't hear enough black jokes. I know. <laughs> <laughs> not enough. Yeah. Uh, I'm not giving this set too good a Yelp review after I'm done with that. <laughs> You know, I was going to give him five stars, but there just wasn't enough black jokes here. It was pretty upsetting. I mean, the guy was physical. He was animated. He was very energetic. He talked to the crowd the whole time. Yeah. It was fun, but uh, there's a hole in my heart, and that hole was black jokes. That's what the problem was. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh... As a German, sometimes they're like, "Do you have Jew jokes?" Oh, really? I've had that in like Texas. Because you, you speak, you're from Germany, right, Tony? I, yeah, my mom, See, my mom's side of the family is all from there. And what part specifically uh, in China are you from, Pung? Uh, so I was born in northwest China. Okay. Um, it, it, it's a, it's a, it's on the border with uh, Kazakhstan, Tajikistan. So like, we're neighbors with uh, with Borat. Wow. Yeah. What do you think of those movies? <laughs> <laughs> it's not accurate. <laughs> I would love it if you'd be like, uh, I know the guy who yeah. is based on that character. No, my, my dad legit speaks uh, Kazakh. Does he? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He, he, 
Um, How does he say very nice in, in Kazakhstan? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta ask. You gotta, you gotta ask your dad yeah. how to say that. Yachimesh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, you're from Northwest China, and, and Tony, you're from Germany. You grew up there as, as a little kid, right? Yeah, I moved there first grade. And you still speak a little bit of German, right? I'm fluent. Yeah, because my family, like my mom lives out there, and her son, my stepdad, they're basic. They barely speak English, so I gotta keep my German up. Wow. Yeah. How fluent is your German? Uh, speaking pretty fluent. Uh, writing is the worst. I'm actually trying to get get better at that. I've I've been writing like I'll write just sentences a day, just random stuff, just to keep it keep it going. Do you ever make German posts where it'll be 100% in German on Instagram or something? Uh, I'll do it on Facebook sometimes. If like if like a German artist like releases new album, you know how we do like oh this album's great? Yeah. I'll do that for like if a German artist and like my six friends from elementary school that still like that we we're still in contact with. Yeah. We'll just like and everybody else is just like, "Oh, he's starting another war." Wow. No. Do you want me to hold this? Um, well, I want you to be. Able, it's all. It's okay. all right. I. I my. It, this is a very light mic. I'm. Okay. People complain sometimes. They're like, get a headset, and I'm like, I will. But like, I've looked it up, and it's not as easy as you think. Like for Xbox or PlayStation, they make them USB. But like for XLR, I haven't found one. If somebody can send me a link of one that's not like 500 bucks. Uh, for these roadcasts, not that this roadcast isn't worth five hundred bucks, <laughs> yeah. but just at the moment, your boy is a little strapped. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, that's so cool. I just love one of the things that I love about the roadcast is literally, you know, when you're in a room with comics, it's one thing; it's cool to be able to riff, but just literally to have the scenery changing around you like we just drove by livestock that was just out and now we're out in the middle of nowhere yeah in texas and uh pung and i stopped at this uh, great mexican restaurant in um waco texas yeah yesterday called um abuelitas i think uh mika something was it mikasa mikasa Abu- yeah, Mi- okay. abuelitas yes, yes. yes. yeah 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 yes. my grandma's house um, <laughs> hello. hello. <laughs> you guys are flexing all these languages. <laughs> you guys speak. I was like, I don't know, but I've been to South Central. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Enough to be like, hey, man, this is my grandma's house. It's probably going to be good food. There. Uh, but yeah, we had, uh, I wanted to find a place that had legit Tex Mex uh, food. <laughs> legit Tex Mex. I want a queso. That's what I'm trying to say. Because. <laughs> yeah. At legit, authentic Mexican restaurants, that is not a real Mexican thing. That's a very Texas-influenced and inspired thing. Yeah, melted cheese is definitely American. It's just like, let's just make a bowl of melted. (laughs) Oh, man, look at this view. Livestock. Yep. Grass. Yep, all around us. There's a bunch of black cows. Dude, that's the one thing. And Pung, is it? Because China's is huge uh kind of like america there's like a lot of open spaces that's one thing that my mom told me that was like a culture shock coming to the states where it's like you really you don't go long periods of time just driving to just nothing because germany's such a small land so they just have to pack as many people oh like in it so she was surprised to see how open like it is right here like where there's not people living right on top of each other 
Because, like, growing up, we would drive, like, from one side of Germany to the other to visit my grandparents. It'd be, like, a three-hour drive. And it's nuts because it takes, like, five hours to just get from, like, the outside of Texas just to, like, somewhat towards the middle. So it's it, it's just crazy how open. And how old were you when you left Germany, Tony? I came back in middle school, seventh grade. Okay. And then, Punk, how, when did you come to the States? When I was 25. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah. Okay, uh, so. Came straight to Alabama. why would you why why do you i'm literally flabbergasted right now that that was a destination no i like i had a list of all 50 states and i thought it was like a rating system so i just picked the number one on the list (laughs) no you didn't no is that really no I like, thought Alabama. Alabama sounds pretty exotic. <laughs> <laughs> Which it is. <laughs> Very exotic. Did you, because you told me when you moved here, mm. you, you spoke English, but you still, it wasn't as fluent, right? Um. Yeah, we 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 were taught English since like kindergarten, uh, since like elementary school. Yeah. Um, but we were taught like the the British English. We were taught the Queen Queen's English. So um, yeah, they 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 probably don't understand. People in Alabama have a hard time understand my accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you get that a lot when you first moved here? Like, what are you saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I know you're speaking English, but it doesn't it sound a little off. Yeah, it sounds a little. Di- it sounds it a little. Sound, it sound different. But this is proper. It's proper English. <laughs> They're like, we, yeah, no, this ain't proper. You didn't speak with that accent, did you? <laughs> a British accent, like coming from. I learned how to speak English, and this is how it's spoken. This is how I was taught. Here, how I was taught. <laughs> here he, here he. Yeah. Can I get some steak? <laughs> he comes over in a powdered wig, and people are like, like Pong, this is the wrong century. No, this is exactly what I'm supposed to be. Where is the carriage? <laughs> yes. Your finest daughter, sir. I would like to date her. How much for this land and your daughter? <laughs> that's awesome, dude. 25 years old. I mean, that's got to be just the the biggest culture shock. Because I had culture shock just moving from Kansas to L.A. And that's in the same, you know, that's in the same within the same country. And it's so different. Were you guys stacked on top of each other pretty much like how Tony is saying how Germany was like in in China? I'm guessing it's like it's pretty yeah, similar it's in that regard. Dense, it's very um, yeah. population. Every, yeah. every movie that I've seen, yeah. you know, I didn't want to make any assumptions, <laughs> but I've heard there's a lot of people in China. There, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, my city um, is like seven. It's like uh, a medium sized city for for China, like. But it's still seven million people. Oh my goodness! Yeah. You want to exit Dallas? Yep. Oh, here no, we go. Yeah, go right. Yeah. Yeah. But so, Pong, mm. can you do stand up in Chinese? Because for me, for instance, like when I go back to Germany to visit uh, family, they're like, "Hey, do a set," and it just doesn't really. It just doesn't translate. Oh yeah, yeah. I think a lot of my jokes don't really translate into Chinese. Well, there's a lot of 
English wordplay that right. ends up happening where you'd almost have to reconstruct it entirely, mm-hmm. I feel yeah, like, exactly. for it to, to work. Because, like, some of the stuff, like, phonetically, that's what you're playing on is the phonetics of the word. Yeah. Sure, so yes. I imagine that would be very difficult to, you know, try to do that in German or in Chinese, Mandarin. I mean, me and Pung have talked about this, where uh, how German and in uh, Chinese stand-up comedy is kind of still in the '80s, where the, you still have like a lot of character types, and it's just like all, all characters, all like, oh, this is a guy if he went to the grocery, st-, you know, or this is this actor going to the grocery store on a Tuesday. It's still very like old school comedy. Like we're in America, I feel like there's this like new wave of like storytellers and like one man show where a lot of the world still doesn't have that. I wonder if it would be beneficial to you both because you speak another language if you put out some clips occasionally where you take the time to subtitle them in Mandarin and subtitle them in German. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you here's the thing, rather than then it would be way harder to re-perform uh, it in another language. It might be way easier to reconstruct the joke in and, the format of subtitles. Yeah. And just experiment with it. I don't know. It's just an idea that I think would be pretty cool. No, you're absolutely right. Um, I um, I did that for one of my um, bits uh, where I, you know, the uh, the burglar thing, the mm-hmm. burglar bit. Um, yeah. I just put Chinese subtitle and put it on the Chinese social media. Um, oh, that's that cool. one got like eight hundred thousand views. Wow! Yeah, Pong, you gotta be you gotta be doing which, this, dude. Hey, which yeah, that's amazing. They do. Um, there's a uh, there's a few there's a quite a few people in China that you know translate that puts you know uh, Chinese subtitles to uh, American stand-up bits. Yeah. Um, and those videos do really really well. Like they love Louis C.K. They love um, Matt Bronger. Um, Trevor Noah. Uh, Trevor Noah is like a big name in China. Um, they love those stand-ups. And eight hundred thousand views in China is actually considered a bomb, a light view. <laughs> please don't, please don't Just mention based on that. The people. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what Raj Sharma was telling me when he goes to India. Sometimes, yeah, he said there was a guy. If they don't hit. A million views, mm. a million, two million. It's considered a flop. Like five hundred thousand. Wow. It just based off density. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. That's so crazy to think. That's... No, if you have a clip, I'll I'll translate it into Chinese. I'll put Chinese subtitle. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. All what right. What if Jeremiah becomes the next big Chinese stand-up comic? Dude, <laughs> this is what I've been banking on. <laughs> my relationship with Pong to put me over the top. He can't. Yeah, they'll, they'll love you over there. Well, maybe I'll send you a short. I'll I'll make sure it's a short clip so it's not painstakingly. Because yeah, I could put that on. Uh, I could put that on TikTok. Yeah. And because that's a big Asian app, obviously. Yep. Yeah. You might get flagged. You might get on like a no fly list. <laughs> no. Oh, that'd be so funny. What's this American doing? What if you get on like Chinese Netflix? You're the first, like how Tom Segura was like the first comic on Netflix. You're like the first comedian on Chinese Netflix. That would be cool. Dude, that'd be Jim Gaffigan tours a lot in China. Do they have a translator that just goes with them? 
No. Um, no. Or is everybody that English speaking Every- like as well? I mean, they'll they'll understand some of it. Oh. And if they see other my. people laughing and they'll start laughing, <laughs> that's, yeah. I think that's how that's oh. what I imagine how it works. You also, see the uh, the camera just shifted. I gotta I gotta address this. Also, oh my do goodness, you, do Tony, you hold that thought? <laughs> okay. Hold that freaking thought. Oh my, my god. goodness! It's like entering Jurassic Park. Welcome to Bucky's. Oh. So you're. <laughs> this is as big as a, almost as big as a Walmart. Yeah. All right, we're gonna go into Bucky's and uh, get a bunch of different uh, snacks and stuff like that, and then we'll uh, continue this roadcast on the way back. We'll be right back. With See you, you. soon. Sandwiches are delicious. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually might not get kolache. I'm I'm going. I think I'm going. We'll load up with Bucky's. I'm getting some. Like their sandwiches are. We're not making a movie. We're not making a movie. 
on social media, I'll give you a shout out on social media. Yeah, what's your, what's your handle? You got Snapchat? Alright, what's your Snapchat? ITZ. NPM? ITZ NPM on Snapchat. Uh, we just uh, went inside Bucky's, and basically what we're going to do now, this is a roadcast slash Bucky's mukbang. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, we, we got so many different things. Um, I will read you some of uh, the suggestions that we got sent in. Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah, of course. How upset would you be if mukbanging is what made you famous? I is- don't- I don't care at this point. <laughs> not that I not that not, not that I want to be famous that bad. It's more just like yeah. view count where I'd be like, oh, "Okay, I'm making money." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> off I of that. this thing. If mukbangs it is, mukbangs it is, baby. <laughs> Welcome to the mukbang bus with Jeremiah. <laughs> 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 we I invited two <laughs> overweight friends on and we're just going <laughs> to we're just going to chow down and see what happens. I, I like, uh, thank you for calling Pung overweight just to make me feel. Yeah, I felt like it was going in a mean territory. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to catch myself. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, there is, uh, let's see. A lot of people are saying different items here at Bucky's. Um, Beaver Nugs, VTG Daddy suggested. I believe we got some of those. Yep. Um, the Cherrywood Smoked Beef Jerky, uh, Nectaronice. I got that. Nectaronice, uh, yep. suggested. Uh, Tony got that. I'm going to try that. Um, some people are suggesting the brisket sandwiches. I ended up getting the pulled pork sandwich. Uh, I did also go pee in there to experience that. Um, <laughs> beaver nuts, Alex Smith 18 said. A lot of people are saying beaver nuggets. Beef jerky, Aston Merritt, of course. We didn't get fudge. I'll bring some. You'll bring some? I'll stop by. I live down the street. I'll stop by. <sighs> on the way to the club, I'll bring you some fudge. I know. I more just want to try it on the video. That's true. Ghost pepper jerky, R. Cody 91. We got that. Yep. We got that. Some people are just saying everything. Uh, did Did anybody recommend a cow picture with eyelashes? Nobody, uh... Nobody got that. <laughs> yeah. um, but somebody said, uh, Wesson 22, they said, those pecans are so frucking good. Frucking, yeah. Frucking. Um, yeah, dude, a lot of people are saying hot pecan. I did get the Bohemian Garlic Beef Jerky. Go get some samples. Nonsense92 on Instagram. Somebody said, uh, Squid.Booty said, Bucky's Booty Shorts, baby. We didn't get any of those. But we got a lot of different snacks that we're going to try out right here, right now, in front of you. And... Uh, yeah, gonna make this happen. I'm gonna open up the beaver nuggets. Mm-hmm. There we go. Thank you. And I don't know how. I'll, once you get on the highway, Pong, uh, I will. Uh, oh boy, I will uh, hold your mic for you. I'm trying to. <laughs> trying to do nine things at once here. Let's see. <laughs> I just want to give one big crunch into yeah, the mic. One. I don't want to chew into the mic because people get upset, but... 
Just one. Hmm? These They're are great. really good. Like, and uh, I've told I told you this in the store. This is the kind of snack where you'll eat them, and you'll be like, okay, I'm done. You put them away, and then five minutes later, the bag's finished. It's like caramel maple syrup. It's really good. And Pong, what is your consensus? Very good. Very good. Heck yeah. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> you understand now why Americans are overweight, Pong? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't blame y'all. <laughs> the hard-hitting questions here on Jeremiah Wonders. I would love to see Pong in the next like three years to become like a fat comic. That'd be cool. Ooh, I got a pulled pork sandwich here. I'm pretty excited about which sandwich did you get, Pung? Uh, I got the sausage. And so did you, Tony? Mm-hmm. All right. Did I mess up by getting no. the pulled pork? You can't mess up. You got pickles and onions on that one. Yeah. And then we got pickles and onions on this one, too. Oh, and here are the homemade potato chips. They're great. These are really good. They're perfect because they're like, really they're, solid. They're not so salty. A mother, a mother makes them. They hire mothers to make, uh, make the potato chips and the fudge. <laughs> no, did you know that, Jeremiah? Do they really? Yeah, you have to be a mom if you want to make the fudge or potatoes to give that like motherly feel to them. Are you serious? That's no. like a real thing. No. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> You got me, Tony. I just love that the place is so magical. You're like, yeah, I could see it. I know. I could see that being a requirement. <laughs> like, why not? Yeah. If you haven't given birth, you know. <laughs> if you haven't given birth, you're not allowed to handle our fudge here at Bucky's. <laughs> yeah. And I totally bought that. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, everything in there is so, uh, you know, I understand the protocols that have to be met. Like, <laughs> you know, you've had to at least had. Some kind of life breastfeed at one point on your body? <laughs> That's what they use to make the fudge. It's breast milk. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> you got me again. <laughs> how are you doing this? Uh, so how long have you guys been in uh, the Dallas scene doing comedy? Uh, three years for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, four and a half for me. Four and a half for you. Awesome. And... Um, what would you say is one of your favorite things that has happened in that time? Oh, are we going to stop off at that one place? You Tony? want to? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I will. Because we're close to that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I do want to stop there. Before we, we get before we get too far out. Where are we going? I'll let you know. Yeah, he's gonna give you he's gonna give you directions. It's a little bit of a surprise. Mm. Yep. It's a surprise, Bong. Don't look so shocked. You look so surprised right now. Uh, yeah, is there something that's happened in the last, uh, like, four years that um, that you're like, oh. Take the next exit, Pong. This is, like, an interaction that I've had, or this is something cool that happened 
within the uh, the comedy scene or comedically where you're like, oh, I'm I'm like I'm doing this now. I'm like making things happen in a way. I think for me was there was a there was two months in 2020 uh, where I paid my rent and bills with like just pure stand up money and like that was a cool feeling just being like oh okay I I can't do it consistently yet but it was like for two months it was going it was going it was going good where it was like okay maybe in the future I could do this every month yeah yeah that's a good feeling man being able to pay bills with just stand up comedy that's a huge accomplishment especially even just being like four years in I mean that's that's amazing You're gonna do a turn or, or take a ride here, Pong. Yeah. I'm eating this pulled pork you sandwich right now. Phone. This pulled pork sandwich is amazing. That was great. Yeah, I'm trying to chew into the mic, but I'm just like, wow. <laughs> I'm mesmerized by this thing. When I do these mukbang videos, <laughs> I gotta only have a little bit of each thing so I can move on to the next item. Yeah, and you want to you want to grow your fan base, you know? Okay, he does beef mukbangs, he does. <laughs> You're going to take a ride on Eagle. It's the next at the light, yeah. <laughs> the worst mukbangs are like when they do like squids and stuff and they're still alive. Oh, I haven't watched those. Yeah. I'm disgusted by them, but I'm so intrigued. Yeah, we may have to actually. It might be a good idea that we're pulling over anyway, because yeah. so we can actually eat. Because I don't, I just literally don't have enough arms to uh, do everything to eat, to hold my mic, to hold yeah. Pung's mic. So that'll be good. And then you're gonna take a left in point and half a mile on Carroll Boulevard. All right. Yeah, Pung, we have a little. Uh, That's a surprise. It's a little surprise. And just know if you don't cry, Jeremiah will be disappointed. No, it's not. It's nothing that big at all. It's just something that he's adopting uh, you, Pong. I have the papers ready, Pong, <laughs> and um, I know I'm having a son, but uh, I needed another, another boy. <laughs> I needed another boy in the family. Is it gonna be a green card? Do you, do you need one of those? Yeah. All right, I'll adopt you. <laughs> Pung Dung Watkins has a nice ring to it. Like Have that. you considered trying to um, uh, marry an American girl or anything like that to try to get a green card? Um, no, I'll, I'll get it on my own time. <laughs> you know, Gage Tirina offered to marry Pung. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And then Randy was just like, Randy, the owner of Hyenas, just goes, Pong, we'll just like pay a waitress or something so you can marry oh, a girl. No. <laughs> yeah, you're now gonna, you, now you said it on camera, we can't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pong, get over one if you can. Okay. Oh, like left lane? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll turn on that signal if you can. Turn left here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. If you can. If not. Yeah, three minutes. Oh, see, there's a quick trip right there. Yeah. 
Right over there. You're a quick trip guy. I'm a quick trip guy. Now, I think that I'm I'm still very, very loyal to Quick Trip. I feel like Bucky's is almost something else. Bucky's is It's hard to compare Bucky's to other gas stations because, dude, it's like a, almost a Cabela's in there. Like, there's so much going on inside of that gas station. I compare it to Bucky's is like a redneck Disneyland, mm-hmm. and QT is like a Chuck E. Cheese, where it's like it's still fun, but it's just you know. Yeah, they don't have a mascot. They could they could adopt a mascot though. That might be good. Also, though, and I agree with you, uh, QT has the best like grillers. They've got great stuff there. Yeah. Ooh, I also got some. Uh... Oh, I'm gonna try this. <laughs> this is like the Bucky's version of a of a Wawa Tasty Cake. I've never seen this brand in my life. It's called Entenmann's. It says established New York, 1898, though. So now I'm a little bit suspicious. Keep going. Yeah. Point two miles. I'm gonna see if it's uh, anywhere. It's called West McKinney Street. But not this one. Not the next light, but the street right after. Wyatt. All right, here we go. Nope. Nowhere near yeah, right a tasty here. cake. Nowhere near a tasty cake. Oh, it's yeah, good, right. but... McKinney? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whoa! <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then it's going to be... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Guys, we're okay? Um... <laughs> It's a temporary we, crazy. Did you see that white light that yeah, just we happened? Dr- we drifted. We drifted. Uh, There's all of a sudden Tokyo drift in here. <laughs> and it's going to be on the right, Paul. So get over a little bit. Keep going? Yeah, keep going straight. You checked to see if they're open, Tony? Yeah, they, on their website they said they opened at 10. Okay, cool. So. Yeah, 10 to 6. 10 to 6. Um, your, is your is your interest peaked yet, Pong, as to as to what where we're going? Yes, I'm very curious. Mm. Uh, is, is it going to be a strip club? <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. taking you to a strip club right yes. after Bucky's. <laughs> I'm going to make sure you have indigestion, all your bodily functions happen at once inside there. All right, we're going to we're going to give Pong a quick surprise, and then we'll be back to to finish eating <laughs> before we head back. Do you know where we're going yet? You know where we're going yet? Uh, Denton Skate Supply. So Tony told me that you had your skateboard stolen. That you haven't been able to skate in a long time. Yeah. I'm gonna get you a skateboard today. No. Yeah. What? <laughs> all, all your all your hard work as a as a as a comic, like that's a it's a crappy situation to get something stolen that you love. I'm, I'm told that you're a really good skateboarder. I'm cry. Oh my god! <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can even skate right afterwards if you want. As uh, soon as we get it. So. so I didn't I didn't know what size and stuff that you were. So I was like, I figured we just do it in person because I didn't know like what more <laughs> and stuff. That you 
The great thing about the skate shop is they sell skateboards and also used vehicles. Oh, really? Yeah. That's amazing. Anything on wheels. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the car, uh, just got Pong, a new complete skateboard. Yeah, so happy, so happy, so happy. <laughs> Pong, what got you into skateboarding? Um, I started when I was in China, um, and there wasn't a, a lot of skateboarders in China when I started. Mm -hmm. I started pretty late too when I was like 19 years old. <laughs> yeah. What, nice. Like, did you see like a video on like YouTube or something or? Um, yeah, you know what? I, I downloaded a bunch of skateboard videos, like illegally, <laughs> like bootleg skateboard videos. Yeah. <laughs> Kazaa and LimeWire and stuff like that. I'm sorry? Kazaa, LimeWire. LimeWire. Napster. Any of those download? Oh, uh, Torrent. Torrent. BitTorrent and Bit stuff Torrent. like that. Yeah, yeah BitTorrent. Bay, different stuff like e that. Email, email, oh, okay. BitTorrent. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there was, um, so there was a, um, turns out there was a British, um, porn actor whose name is also Ronnie Mullen. So I ended up downloading a lot of porn, <laughs> British porns. I had no idea that, that I only know Ronnie Mullen as the superstar skater. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Pung, at least you were learning British English so you could mm. understand the porn. Yeah, like, indeed, indeed, <laughs> I'm arriving. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, we got these hot pecans from Bucky's. You got Roadcast, you got Mukbang. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. These, These yeah. are amazing. Yeah, hot pecans are the best. Because they're like regular pecans, but unhealthy. Mm. They're fantastic. Yeah. Yes. How did you know my skateboard got stolen? When did, I, did I tell you that? Tony told it to me months ago, and I wanted to, to do it for wow. you the last time I was in town, which was a while ago now, but um, we didn't end up in up not having time to do it and i uh remembered it last night i asked tony i was like is pung still not skating does he still have a board and he goes i don't think so i was like all right let's let's make this right when you get something taken away from me like that and so it's so unfortunate and dude i've been blessed many times by uh some awesome headliners and, and uh and different people just uh who've been very supportive of me who blessed me with random things so all i can try to do is pay it forward and keep it going so yeah man thank you so much yeah thank of course you. yeah, yeah I'm glad, like, glad you like it dude 
the nicest headliner I've ever worked with. Oh, well. But yeah, wait until what happens tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's his farewell speech. Yeah, this is my last show tonight, yeah. guys. <laughs> no, he sits us down and he just stares at us. Your first joke sucks. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's second. when you find I'm a terrible person after <laughs> the after the shows tonight. Yeah. This is what I have problems with you comedically. Yeah. But also on a personal you level. You take his board, break it with your knee. <laughs> This is what power is called. Uh, this is your jerky, I I'll, believe, the maple. I'll yeah, I'll give you a piece. Yeah, you gotta give us a, a piece. Pung got uh, Pung and I just both got a ghost pepper jerky. I'm good nice. On, I am good on that. If you break the board, I'll probably pick, pick the pieces. And <laughs> still take Re the crust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah. Cherry maple. Yeah. Cherry maple and a Mmm, this cherry maple is great. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll take some of the hand sanitizer, Jim. Yes. Thank you, buddy. I have a question for you, Jeremiah, because you seem like you like to go eating and trying new stuff in, like, different cities you go to. What state has your has been your favorite food? Food state. There's different places that stand out. Yeah. I don't know if there's one, because I've been to so many places at this point. Uh... It's hard. It would be hard to say like this place has the best out of everything. Oh yeah, that jerky's great. Oh yeah, it's really good. Here, it's try. just spicy enough. No, I, no. it's not crazy. Uh, okay, okay, I'll try it. I'll try it. It's not crazy. Just give me a little piece. I mean, it might. Well, maybe my nose run a little bit right away, but other than that, <laughs> pretty solid. Uh, there's like uh, there's different. Places where I associate with different things. In Florida, there's this place called Doral Billiards, where Tony Hinchcliffe and I played pool for hours, like right near Miami. Mm -hmm. It had amazing, amazing Cuban food that was uh, that was there. Uh, there's so many great barbecue places throughout uh, Texas when I've been on the road um, that our buddy Yoni, Best Barbecue, has, uh, has shown... Um, North Carolina, I've had amazing barbecue there. Uh, Emo's Pizza, I mean, on the road. I've had so, we've had pizza almost everywhere in the nation, like going on tour with that. Um, there's been so many places. Did it hit you? Yeah. <laughs> right as I say, it's not it's not too bad, and just like immediately, like it like just dried up my throat. <laughs> oh, I feel bad now. No, it's fine. Was it that bad for you, Pong? No. Yeah. Was, it, was this your plan? You're like, his stories aren't that good. <laughs> yeah. Let's give him some spicy, give him some spicy <laughs> stuff. Uh, yeah. That, uh, there's so many. Uh, Adriatico's pizza was really good. I think that was one of them. It's a lot we had last time. 
Zalat was really good. That was really good. Zalat that pizza. That was great. And that was like late night eatery. The the place the tacos that we had last night. Oh, the uh, Fuel City. Fuel City Tacos. It was out of a gas station and in Kansas City Joe's was started out of a gas station. So Tony's like, uh this trust me, it's good. It's out of a gas station. I go, hey, I won't knock it. <laughs> yeah. Because I like I'm familiar. There's good places that still come out of barbecue. Or <laughs> <laughs> There's good places that still come out of gas stations. Yeah. So I'm not knocking that. What's the next thing on this uh so, in this bag? Because I got cotton candy back there too. Got some candy. Whoa. Yeah, we'll try some of this too. Alright. Here we go. This is Bucky's all natural cotton candy. Here we go. Yeah. Let me try Tony. Mmm. Cotton candy is just... It takes me back to uh, going to the circus as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys used to go to the circus as a kid? Mm-hmm. No, I never had that experience when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what's like a childhood memory that like you might associate with certain food or something that will like take you back to being a kid right away? Um, you know, um, we, we, we used to go to like parks and... It's like similar to circus where they have like a tent, but you you go inside and you can watch like Shaolin monks perform kung fu. Really? Yeah, wow, that's yeah. cool. That's equally as cool as a circus. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. Some would say cooler. They, <laughs> like they have some insane tricks, insane stunts where like um, they put a steel bar against someone's throat and they look push it like people will push from the other side and it literally like bends bend it their bends. throats are that strong yeah the throat was that strong how do you find out that your throat's that strong you either die or you're like oh shit i think you gotta just build it up yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. start with straws what uh what uh was uh the wildest animals in your territory growing up because like for me mm. we had i mean for people in the city this isn't like uh crazy or anything uh it's it very common for us to see like uh deer uh some fox occasionally uh i would see and then um nothing too like crazy really but was there anything like that 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 coyotes we'd see occasionally mm. was there anything like that like in china that you'd see like around that was indigenous to that area no not at all um it, very much city where you very lived? much city um but yeah um th where where i was born um there's a bunch of grassland desert um that's where you see wildlife um you see a lot of camels and, really yeah that's something that I, Camels? for whatever reason, don't associate with China. Right, right. Which I always think about, like, that being the Middle East, but also mm. that is, a, you know, there it's all in that side of the world. So I don't know why, as an American, I don't really think of that, like, camel being that part of the world. <laughs> yeah, um, camels in Africa are one hump. Uh, the camels in China or Asia are two humps. Oh, so the ones we see in like American circuses are Asian camels. Yeah, because a lot of the circuses were the two hump camels. Yep, makes sense. Makes sense. Yep, I used to That's go to cool. Ringling Brothers circus and all that stuff yeah. back in the day. Classic before uh, they got taken down. Why did they get taken down? 
I think animal rights activists, I think, finally shut down those circuses. I don't think they, the Ringling Brothers is a thing anymore. I don't think um, anymore. Anyway. But um, yeah, the circus. What's next on this? You think this? you could be a traveling, traveling circus act? Yeah. That life is tough. That's what I do as a stand-up. It's a freaking circus every show I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking clown show. It's bro. a clown show, dude. Uh, what do we got next in the in the snack bag back there? Okay, let's see. So we got Topo Chico, and then we got some milk. I'll take chocolate Chico. pretzels. I might get Eric to order us a, a Zalot pizza tonight. That'd be dope. That would actually be dope. So Topo Chico, I had it the first time in Houston at the Seeker Group. Um, it's just mineral water, but we didn't have it. I've never tried it before before I came to Texas, and mm -hmm. I guess it's a big Texas staple, Topo Chico. So I wanted to get some on the podcast. You have to, yeah, hear it. And honestly, for for the drinkers out there, what I like to do is get the Topo Chico lime and mix it with vodka. Like vodka with the okay. Topo Chico lime just gives it a nice... I like it better than just soda water. When I'm at a bar, I will ask for fresh limes to shove in the glass Topo Chicos. Yeah. Because it does add like a great flavor to it. They they have now, they have grapefruit Topo Chico. They have lime Topo Chico. Really? Yeah, and those are great too. So. Oh, I bet. Flavored Topo with some uh, Tito's. It's the way to go. Solid for all you guys who uh, like a little bit of that sauce. <laughs> <laughs> that sauce in your it's life. sauce. We got these uh, milk chocolate pretzels. This is another thing that I that I wanted to get. Uh, they just looked really good uh, that I wanted to try. Uh, thank you. My lovely assistant, Pong, has been opening <laughs> all the snacks. That's why I'm an opener. Hey! <laughs> That's why he's an opener, he said. Um. All right, let's try these chocolate pretzels. This is great. Consensus, Tony? Fantastic. They're so good. I think I'm going to bring some of this to the green room tonight. There's no way we're going to eat all this. No. Wish we had these snacks for the hecklers last night. Just be like, hey, if you behave, you get a pretzel. There were some, there were some rough. There were some rowdy people yeah. last night. Heather, you've been married for 16 years? Yeah. Nice. Heck yeah. Congratulations. Hmm? Right there. All the dick you need? I feel like you have that as a tramp stamp. Am I fair to say that? Good idea? Husband, what's, what's your name over here, buddy? Eric. Eric, nice. Is she all the vagina you need? And he has that as a tramp stamp on his arm. He's like, why didn't I put it in the front? Why did I put it on my back? That makes zero sense. She actually has sex with me from behind. She's very aggressive. Her name's Heather. I don't know how she wraps her vagina around me. 
Like I said, it's all the vagina I need. It's a big vagina. She's got a vagina for days. Hey, y'all heard her truck nuts in uh, Texas? She got clit nuts on the back of her pickup truck. Those things get in the gas. She's all the vagina I need, man. You got four kids? Four kids, hot as shit. Oh, tight? Okay, she's basically wanting to pull the women in here and ask them how tight their vaginas are. All right. Heather, you're up. I told you I'm tight. Who's the next bitch that's ready? <laughs> Is that your inner monologue or the staff that told you that? <laughs> I was interacting. I mean, honestly, Eric is being a way better sport than Heather is right now. I just acted like she could take a whole mic stand with her vagina. He's like, this guy's great. That's who the real hero in that corner is over there. I think we're having fun. I think I think that we're at a, at a good place now where, where yeah, I think we're, we're all having a good time, right, guys? Give it up for Heather and Eric. They're being awesome sports right now. We're having a little fun back and forth. That's what live comedy is all about. You know what I mean? You're not going to get this on a Netflix special. <laughs> and then <laughs> the comedian acted like a woman in the audience and golfing a mic stand with his vagina. The Late Show, Friday Late Show, is always problematic. doesn't matter what club you go to. No, no. People start drinking too early. Late too. We start a little bit late. And those guys I saw... They literally showed up right after I got off stage on the first show, mm. and they they just were drinking. So they they've been drinking for you did an hour plus thirty minutes changing time, so an hour and thirty prior to the show even starting. Yeah, wow. Comedy is weird. Like you want the audience to drink, but you don't want them to be too drunk. Oh, I know. It's like the right amount of drunk. Yeah. But the thing is, I don't know, man. It's. They were great uh, during my set. Yeah. Was, they weren't drunk that drunk yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As, it, as it goes perfect. on into the night, it's like, ooh. Like, That's why, yeah, I felt bad for you because you were dealing with it. Yeah, yeah. I had to deal with a lot that late show. Um, just people just not wanting to, to shut up. But you, but know, you handled had, them perfectly. I mean, they eventually, had, they eventually left on their own accord because they got so drunk and sloppy that they're like, we're just going to leave. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> 
If that's what you want to do, that's fine. But you're in inter- You keep just telling me you're gonna leave. Just leave already. Just leave. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. kept on telling me I'm getting married, and they're like, "We're the bachelor party," and I was just like, "Yeah, no one gives a shit." There's like, a burly, big gay group of Texas dudes mm-hmm. who are like, "We're gay. We're proud." We're like, "All right, cool." Were but- they? Re- they were gay. Yeah, they are gay. Yeah. Oh, I didn't they know. They were legit that. gay. Yeah. Oh, they I weren't didn't joking. Know that. Yeah. Oh. They were a burly group of dudes who they were. So um, that's why the guy really wanted to hug me. One of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It was a ba- it was a bachelor party. He was getting married like to a husband. Oh. Mm-hmm. I thought when they said he was gay, it was just a friend making. Fr- you know how guys they're like, hey, he's gay. Oh no, they were like rubbing each other and stuff around Pong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. that makes more sense now. Yep. The the Huffmans. I remember that. The <laughs> there you Huffmans. go. The Huffmans. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> okay. Huffman. Samuel Huffman. Oh, big daddy. Why does that sound like a discontinued beer that is no longer available? <laughs> Samuel Huffman. <laughs> Samuel Huffman, please. It comes with a free DUI. <laughs> Um, is there anything else that we uh, that we haven't tried yet? No, we have we have everything. All right, all right. We'll 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 start heading back then. Let's do it. Let's do it. Tony's like, no wonder they're so friendly. <laughs> no, because the one guy. No wonder one of them sucked my the- dick. <laughs> to be friendly comedy club patrons. That's so weird. <laughs> that's that's cool though. How that shows that we've progressed as a society, where it's just like big burly. Because like you said, they looked like they looked like they worked on the oil rig. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Good for them. There you go. I thought you had it. I thought you were gonna gun it. <laughs> Tokyo Drift. Right. <clears throat> oh yeah, it's a little train. Honestly, they could have. They could have. I mean, they just gotta be safe. Could have been way closer though. <clears throat> could have started right there, dude. Could have left now. Hung, gun it around. <laughs> we are back. As Pung said, we're doing it. We're back on the road. We were doing, um, you know, we did mukbang action after we went to the skateboard shop, and now we're rounding out the rest of the the pod. Being back on the road, headed into Fort Worth. Got two more shows tonight, Hyenas Comedy Club. Um, we'll be wrapping up here in a little bit, but uh, but make sure you guys plug your social media real quick and uh, where people can find you outside of this stuff. Hung? Yes, it's um, P-E-N-G-D-A-N-G, Hung Dong Comedy. Uh, mine is Comedian Tony C on Twitter and Instagram. Comedian Tony C, easy, easy, go. P-E-N-G-D-A-N-G, Comedy. I'm at Jeremiah Standup. Uh, most of you know this, but if you haven't checked it out yet, I've got a new special on Amazon Prime that you can uh, rent or purchase. It's on Google Play, Video on Demand, Apple TV, a lot of places you can find it on my website, jeremiahwatkins.com. 
And I'm at Jeremiah Standup. If you're not following me at this point, you're doing it wrong, baby. I, <laughs> I post content like all the time. It's a lot of fun. I like his roadcast, but his Instagrams, eh. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm one or the other kind of guy. I don't uh, I don't get into it uh, across the board. I'm not into committing. Right? Yeah, th- there, was, um, there was a lady last night that I guess I'll talk about um, on the first show. Mm-hmm that what how would you she was interrupting during both your guys sets right yeah what yeah. was she saying during your your guys sets just repeating she was like a parrot she was a repeater yeah, yeah. one of those parrot hecklers and or you would say something and she would be like i like that or i don't like that and just, just on every single thing everything every single thing and pung was it even during your set too um, she just yells out a lot. Just, woo, 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 woo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was hearing that on Punk set and Tony set. So by the time I got on stage, I was like, this might be a problem. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to have to address this. Because mm-hmm. if I don't, then in those situations, you find out pretty quick uh, if they're going to be a nightmare for the rest of your set or not. And you kind of have to establish territory and ground. You kind of got to mark your territory <laughs> as a comedian sometimes and be like, no, 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 this is, this is my territory. You need to, you need to stay in your lane yeah. a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I like how you brought, uh, the husband into the conversation and you gave compliment to the husband, like how cool he was. So they kind of like embarrassed I think that upset her the most. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we may have to uh, play a clip of uh, of that because I recorded those interactions and it was um, it was pretty interesting. Because the thing was, she was aggressive. She at first she was having fun, then she became a little aggressive. Then the wait staff finally told her, like, hey, could you keep it down a little bit? That's when she got real upset. Then she got real aggressive. She thought that I had sent them secretly over to quiet her <laughs> yeah. down. She double flicked off Jeremiah. Uh-huh. And then uh, I I basically was like, hey, we're having fun. Like, uh, we're interacting. It's all good. And then she liked me again. It was a big mm-hmm. <laughs> up and down of emotions that were kind of all over the place. I wish... I wish I would have known how she looked like because I couldn't really see her. I couldn't see her at all. She was too far back. And that was another issue, too. When somebody's that loud and that far away, it's pretty difficult because I was going, I couldn't see her at all. So I was dealing with a heckler in the darkness, which is a way different (laughs) skill set. It's a different skill set than dealing with somebody who's right up front who you you have more access to roast appearance or right. yeah. or different things and I could barely hear what she was saying so that yeah. sounds like an old Goosebumps book Heckler in the Dark Heckler in the Dark yeah <laughs> by R.L. Stein. man that series was so good oh it was the best I love the Goosebumps did you see the Jack Black version no not yet it's great it's great he destroys it he plays R.L. Stein. Oh, oh, it's freaking okay. amazing! I love it. I I'll love it. I it love out. it. He's so good. He, I mean, he's so good at all kinds of roles. But him in kids' movies—it's so great because he's so big and so animated. It's it works perfectly. Yeah, dude. What is uh one of the worst uh, road experiences or uh, heckler experience that either of you have maybe dealt with? Let me. See. Um. I would say 
a guy wanted he, he started getting aggressive for like no reason because mm-hmm. uh, he so I, I did my dumb ranch joke and then I go like oh you probably don't like ranch you know on your chicken or something I didn't see the guy like you said he like like your heckler was in the back and he goes oh just because I'm a black you think I like chicken and then I was just like, oh. Did, did he call himself a black? No, black. Sorry, that was, yeah. <laughs> was, I'm just, I'm, I'm tired a little bit. And then my, my No, no, you know what it is? What? All that sugar from Bucky's hitting you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing is like, if anybody is wondering, we've eaten a lot off camera too. We didn't want to smack too much into the mic. I yeah. didn't want to get too ridiculous, but we ate a lot of that food. Like we're taking some back to the hotel lobby to, to eat the rest of it, but I'm feeling a little bit lethargic from the amount of sh- I'm hit, I'm getting the sugar crashes right now for <laughs> sure. Yeah. You get real hyper and then it just hits you all of a sudden. But so yeah, he called he's like, "Oh, you think I like chicken just cuz I'm black?" And then I was like, "No." And I tried to say it, but it, he was just mad. Everything I said, he would just say something and get mad. I was like, "Dude, could you just be quiet?" And then he goes, "Don't tell me what to do." And I got off stage with my set and uh a door guy had to hold him back because he was like he wanted to come talk to me. Oh like, yeah, in the showroom. This was like me a year into comedy. It was not. Yeah, you have uh, no tools or no idea of how to deal with something like that. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, that's how you learn, though. Yeah. Like in that same situation, being a few more years in now, you definitely have an idea of oh, I could have done this, this, and this in this <laughs> yeah. situation. I wish you would have hit me though. Just, I for, just the, for the clout and the story? No, just ca- I watched uh, <laughs> me and my buddy. We just watched a lot of comedians get hit on YouTube. Mm. There's like a lot of videos, and the ninety percent of them, they deserve. Like it's, <laughs> <laughs> and it's fantastic. Oh, okay. There you go. So, I um, yeah, I had a similar situation um, where I was doing this bit. Um, about how this Chinese phrase sounds like the N-word. Um, but this black guy in the audience, he didn't hear the setup. He was in the bathroom. So he came out and only heard what he thought was me saying the N-word. <laughs> oh, no. Goodness. Yeah. But yeah. He, did, he didn't hackle me. He, like, actually waited till I get off. And then he confronted me. And it got pretty bad. Like they had to like break us off. What um, did they had he to say? Calm him down. It's like, why is it? But fu- why do you think it's funny? Why do you say that? Like he was really upset. Oh damn. Dang. And he wouldn't listen to me. I, I tried to explain it to him, and it's like, why? No, they're still not funny. Uh, I like the other Chinese guy. He's doing a dog eating joke. That's funny. <laughs> So, no, for real. <laughs> was he really doing dog eating jokes? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it just happened to be a, a, a super racist stereotype for... <laughs> right. I'm like, that was uh, way more racist than anything I said. <laughs> like, let me, let me level with you here. Yeah. Mine was an innocent black joke. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that'll happen sometimes. It shows. I mean, that's what's so uh, interesting about doing live comedy is it is so subjective and some people will will think that's the funniest joke ever and then other people will be like no this is you know this is wrong or i don't i don't think that this is funny at all that happened to you i remember in san antonio 
Because you do that Trump impression joke if uh, Trump was God. Mm -hmm. And remember that one guy came up to you and he's like, he was like offended that you'd make fun of God like that. And then you had to explain the joke to him. You explained the joke to him for like 10 minutes. I explained it it to him really well. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, he finally was like, oh, okay, then you can keep doing that joke. I go, no, I'm going to keep doing the joke. I'm just telling you. (laughs) (laughs) He gave me permission. I go, no, 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 buddy. I'm going to continue to do the joke. I just wanted to let you know because you came at me so offended for no reason. Yeah. And let me explain to you. I said, you are hearing trigger words that are, you heard God in the joke, just the word God. And this is me coming from a religious background where that's a red flag for people who uh, grow up around faith that's like very strong and very religious. If you hear God, if you hear the word Jesus in a comedy setting, your defense goes way up, regardless of what the joke is. And my joke is very innocent. And I had to explain it to him and I broke it down. He goes, oh, well, well, that's not bad. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I'm like. Dude, you got you got triggered. That's all you got. Mm-hmm. You got triggered. But it was nice that he admitted that he overreacted. That that rarely happens with audience members. They usually stick their heels in the mud and be like, "No, you're not funny. I'm right. I'm a professional audience mm-hmm. member full time. <laughs> I tour as an audience member. This is what I do. I I know what funny is." So I had a I did a, a weird situation happen. It was at an open mic at a. In Denton, John Brown's old The Rain or Shine open mic Yeah And uh, I had this story where It was uh, about I was about to hook up with this girl And right before we're getting at it She brings up her Her like Her story about how she got raped A few years past And then uh, But John brought me up He goes, alright, Tony's next with his rape story And instantly the audience Was just like Oh, what, like, what end of the spectrum is he on? Is he the, the rapey or the rapist? Yeah. So I had it up front. They're like, okay, up next, Tony Casillas, rape story. And I'm just like, you you didn't have to say that. I that, could. That's one of, that's may, might be one of the worst intros I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. Tony also, Casillas. I don't think anybody called a rape victim the rapey. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that that's a thing that's commonly practiced. Were, now, were you the raper or the rapey in the situation? I don't think that's a common, like in the police report, they're asking, like, somebody is there very upset. <laughs> What's going on? That's so messed up. <laughs> so that's always. I was about to do an act out of it, but then um, oh, I can't. By the way, I love your response to the. Um, uh, one of the audience members from yesterday, uh, you were like, "What do you do?" He was like, um, "I'm I'm dis- I'm disabled," and you're uh, like, "Full time?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it got real tense. Like yeah. when he said, "Like I said, what do you do for a living?" He goes, "Disabled." I was like, uh, "Where did I yeah. take this?" <laughs> if it was me, I'd be like, "All right, moving on." <laughs> talk to the other person yeah <laughs> that was fun we're having fun we're doing we're right guys fun. we're, we're just making fun of disabled people there you go <laughs> it's a good time guys um follow these guys on social media we had a great time we're uh we're uh, about back to fort worth texas um everybody who's listening thank you so much for supporting the show 
uh, comment, leave a like below if you haven't done so already. If you're not subscribed, subscribe to this channel. Uh, leave reviews on iTunes. All that stuff helps. I love you guys. Uh, thank you, Pung. Thank you, Tony, for you. Uh, doing thank this you. Uh, this fun, different roadcast. Today. I've never done it with this like uh, many stops along the way. <laughs> uh, but that, that's what this is for, experimenting and having fun with friends on the road. And I think people like to have a, a little insight as to what it's like to be a comedian, especially in these weird pandemic times when we're doing these socially distanced shows and everything like that. Because... Uh, it's uh, definitely a historical time to be doing comedy. Yeah, it's a weird, weird but fun time. Brian Redband on that uh, Vulcan Gas Company show in Austin said that he hadn't been on stage in almost a year. Almost a year? Yeah, because think oh, about yeah. it, it. We're in January now. March was when the lockdown happened. Yeah. So he's been at least nine or ten months. He hasn't done a stand-up show. So I was I was happy that he was able to come back and do a set. Uh, Which he on, destroyed. On he, he did. Destroyed. Like, he destroyed. Brian had like some kind of juice in him or something. Like, he was he, ready, man. He had that that new energy for and love for Texas vibe that was yeah. going strong. That it was great. Everything was hidden. Um. Yeah, guys, this has been uh, Jeremiah Wonders. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.